The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey's floater. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on a journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We had Hawks basketball tonight, folks. Uh, Primetime Hawks basketball, TNT in the building. Uh, against the New York Knickerbockers, right? So, um, national television game, and it it, it was uh, it was must see TV, man. I'm not even gonna lie to you. It was a really good game. A lot of highs, a lot of lows, uh, a, a lot of back and forth between these two teams. Of course, we all know of the history between uh, the Hawks and the not- Hawks and the Knicks, <laughs> dating back to last season, where the Hawks. Uh, unceremoniously <laughs> took out the Knicks in the playoffs. And, uh, of course, we heard about that all night long. But um, we're talking about Hulk's victory today, right? So, I mean, I guess we, I could, if I had an applause sounder, I would hit that, but I don't. But uh, Hulk's take care of business tonight against the New York Knicks. Um, what was the final score? 117 to 111. We're going to go over all the ins, outs, the numbers. We're going to talk about what we saw from the game. Break it down a little bit 
and uh you know do what we do you know this is the hog sweet podcast big part of what we do is on the social media front so we invite you to connect with us on social media facebook twitter instagram hit us up at hogs beat that's how you get at us man subscribe to the pod while you're at it and uh leave us five star rating if you have time and if you don't have time come back and make some time <laughs> five stars is what we like it's what we appreciate it's what we what we ask for and uh that's what we're asking so we appreciate all you guys taking some time out of your schedule to check out the hawks beat podcast so that's a mouthful <laughs> let's get into it man i'm not gonna waste your time man let's get into it hawks uh climb to 36 and 36 back at 500 again we'll see how long this lasts but tonight was a um it, it, it was it was a lot tonight. It was a lot. It was a lot of back and forth. Uh, watching the Hawks reaction, Hawks fans reaction on Twitter uh, is always funny. It's always funny going from hot to cold, living and dying with each quarter, each bad play. You know, one minute they're loving a player. Next minute they hate them. I love it, man. I love the fan experience. And uh Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, going into this game, big storyline was uh, the the, um, the Knicks were going to be without Julius Randle. Um, he was suffering some, um, I don't know, quadricep, quadricep tendon. I don't know what was going on, but all I know is he didn't play. And I'm looking at this game, and I'm thinking, okay, no Julius Randle. Like, this should, you never want to say a game should be a cakewalk, but <laughs> you're missing Julius Randle. Like, all you really had to do was just stop R.J. Barrett. And the Hawks had a hard time doing that. <laughs> they had a hard time doing that because R.J., uh, he, he was he was getting his. R.J.'s going to be a decent player, man. 30 points, 13 rebounds, um, 9-25 shooting. Didn't really shoot the ball too well. But uh, he, he was a force to be reckoned with tonight. And, you know, I, I think very highly of the kid. But... Uh, yeah, man, Hawks made this one uh, kind of closer than I thought everyone. I think they made it closer than people thought it would be. They kind of looked and said, oh, Julius ain't playing. And this is going to be, you know, you never want to say a game is going to be easy. But listen, I mean, it's without Julius Randle. You know, take care of your business, right? They took care of business, but they sure enough made it interesting. <laughs> sure enough made it interesting. Um, one thing I forgot to mention earlier. The Hawks Week Podcast is presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network. Shouts out to them. Uh, over 100 podcasts, different podcasts in the network. And uh, take some time to get familiar with the Minute Media Podcast Network, man. Whatever you're looking for, they probably have a podcast for it. So we are thrilled to be the official Atlanta Hawks uh, podcast for the Minute Media Podcast Network. There is no other podcast on the network that talks Atlanta Hawks. It's just us. So, yeah, we, we like that. We like that. All right, let's get into this game, man. Let's get into this game. Uh, first quarter, man, the Knicks come out. It was kind of a back and forth, I guess you could say. But Trey Young definitely wanted to um, make his imprint on the game. Of course, a lot of the Trey versus New York stuff was, was kind of hyped up before the game. Uh, Trey doesn't. Trey didn't disappoint. You know, Trey likes the big lights. He likes the big stage. He's smiling from ear to ear. He's showboating. This is what Trey lives for. And I'm going to tell you why this is kind of infuriating a little bit later. 
I mean, I like the showmanship. I love the swag. I love all that. I love the pizzazz. Like, my favorite athlete of all time is Deion Sanders. So, I'm not that guy. I understand what I'm saying. But I will tell you how it is kind of infuriating a little bit later on in the podcast. Trey goes for 11 points, four assists in that first quarter. Um, Very aggressive. Comes out very aggressive. You know, he takes eight shots. And you can just tell early on that, okay, he might go for a big number. He might go for a big number. But crazy thing about it, um, the Knicks was matching. And they was doing more than matching everything the Hawks put up. Um, R.J. Barrett, 12 points in that first quarter. Alex Burks, 11 points. Uh, They were getting to the rim at will. They were getting to the rim at will. I don't know if that's something that teams are starting to see at the Hawks that they can get to the rim on this team, but they were doing it. They were getting to the rim to the tune of 54% from the field, and uh, they was dishing out and kicking. You know what I'm saying? Alex Burke hit three threes, and um, they finished the quarter 34 to 30 beating the Hawks, but uh, Trey had a marvelous uh, finish on the end of the first quarter. I forget who threw the pass. I want to say Gallinari. Gallinari throws the ball the length of the court. Trey, like, just like almost alley oops it. Not dunk it, but like, yeah, it was a nice play. It was a nice play. But um, yeah, Hawks are down 34 to 30. Um, the game is rarely lost in the first quarter, but. Um, I thought the second quarter was when the Hawks really started to make their move. Um, Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> it was bogey buckets time. You know, bogey played the whole second quarter, dropped 15 points, and him and Trey just went on a tear in that second quarter. Like, they went on a tear. Went on a 7-0 run. Um, Trey comes in down, like, for like seven and a half minutes left. And by the end of the quarter, the Hawks had like a 10 point lead. <laughs> uh, Young and Bogey at one point combined for 18 straight points. Like it was just like, oh, you got some, I got some, you got some, I got some. And I think that's kind of what Hawks fans want to see on a regular basis. Not saying that Bogey hasn't balled out, but Bogey's kind of balled out this year. But if you can get that type of tandem, that type of one, two, one, two on a nightly basis from maybe another bona fide star, I think that's what Hawks fans are craving, to be honest with you. I think that's what they're craving. And when people say, oh, we we want a number two, we want a number two. I saw some folks talking about that tonight. Hawks need a number two. Hawks need a number two. But for tonight, Bogey was the number two. And he was taking care of his business. So um, after the Trey and Bogey Buckets debacle, well, not it was it was a debacle for the Knicks. <laughs> after the Trey and Bogey uh, combination in that second quarter, you're feeling good about yourself, right? You're going into the half up 64 to 58. Uh, you just had a noticeable quarter in the second quarter. You know, in the third quarter, Trey's usually playing the, the whole quarter. Usually, um, usually picks up a big number. Third quarter, for all intents and purposes, is the Trey Young quarter, you know. Um, and so you got to be feeling good about yourself. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case. <laughs> Knicks come out and they just hit them in the gut. I mean, they come out on fire. They come out with uh, kind of something to prove almost, right? And so I think they jump out. Well, let me check my notes. Uh, 
yeah, they started. They scored the first seven points to go on an 11-3 run during the quarter. And that little lead that you had, dunzo. <laughs> like, the lead is gone in the third quarter. But that wouldn't be the last lead change. Like, throughout the night, there were several lead changes. Um, let me see if I can get the... Uh, I know the game book usually has the the amount of lead changes there was during the game. Five lead lead changes. Yeah, so there are five lead changes during the game. And I would say most of those lead changes happened in the second second half. But um, third quarter, the offense just kind of sputters a little bit, right? Trey does go for 14 in the quarter. Let's not let's not forget that. Trey goes to 14 in the quarter. But, uh, like, outside of that, you really didn't get much. You know, I mean, Kevin Herter started to get some buckets, which was nice to see. Uh, hit a couple threes and uh, hit another bucket. But outside of the scoring from those few buckets from Trey, I mean, the 14 from Trey, you got eight from Herter and nothing from anyone else. Like, that's it. You got one point from DeAndre Hunter, and that was the entire Hawks scoring for the third quarter. They put up 23 points in the quarter. Um, <clears throat> turnovers were definitely the issue in that quarter. You had six of them. And this is typically from a team that controls the ball fairly well. Um, you can't have six turnovers in a game. I mean, in a quarter, nevertheless. You cannot have six turnovers in a quarter. Hawks uh, did that. They had six turnovers in that quarter and let this Knicks team get right back into it. So, as is the custom, Trey plays the whole quarter and you got to give him a rest come fourth quarter. So, so to begin the quarter, the, the fourth quarter, the Hawks tried out a lineup of their bench guys. And so you had DeLon Wright, you had Bogey, you had Anyeka, Kongwu, and, um, I don't know who was at the four. I don't know if it was Hunter or Gallo. I think it was Gallo. And then you had uh, a Kongu uh, in the middle. Not good. Not good. The lineup was not good. The offense looked like it was playing hot potato. I don't know if Bogey was just kind of tired and just kind of needed. Um, I don't know, man. Like, it wasn't good to begin with. The offense just looked like nobody knew what we were doing. Right. Um, it looked like nobody wanted to take shots. The shots that they took early on in the quarter, uh, nobody was making anything. And so um, Trey's sitting there on the bench. Right. And you're like, OK, Nate, like, how long are we going to do this? <laughs> like, how long are we going to do this, Nate? Like the quarter. I mean, a lot of people were tweeting at Nate McMillan, like Nate McMillan checks his Twitter during the game. <laughs> they were upset upset i tell you so uh and, and you know what i kind of can't blame him like i can't blame him. i mean I, and i'm the i'm the middle of the road guy right i'm i'm the objective guy you started the quarter up to uh you know you started the quarter down to uh and then not all of a sudden you're down by 10 you're down by 10 and uh it, well, the crazy part is this you go down by 10 you call a timeout, and after the timeout, you still don't put Trey Young in. <laughs> I was like, yo, man, like, what, what are you trying to prove, bro? I, I didn't necessarily understand it. I'm like, yo, that lead goes to 10. You got to get him in there come hell or the high water. But Nate was sticking to his guns. Um, 
finally Trey gets into the game with like 7.40 left. And I think at that time uh, they were up by 10 still. Yeah, they were up by 10. Gallo hits a three, cuts it to seven, and then Trey comes in at the 7.44 mark. Um, what happened from there? Basically, more bogey buckets. <laughs> more bogey buckets, man. Bogey uh, started to go to work. He started to have a comfort level with scoring the ball again. And I'll tell you something. There is, is something about bogey once he starts to get aggressive. And once he gets that look in his eye where he's looking for his shot and he's not really trying to appease anybody, he's not trying to play to the system, he's just trying to get them buckets because he knows that he's out there to get them buckets. And get them buckets is exactly what he did. Um, Yeah, so the 10-point lead evaporates. 10-point lead evaporates between bogey, uh, trade, you know, hit some timely buckets, in the, in the quarter, uh, but the fourth quarter belonged to Bogey, man. I'm not even gonna lie to you. 13 points in the quarter, hit some humongous shots down the stretch. Hit some humongous shots down the stretch, and to me, it looked like the Knicks just kind of got tired. Uh, R.J. Barrett played almost 10 minutes in that quarter. He only had four points, and so your guy was Emmanuel Quigley. <laughs> God was Emmanuel Quigley. And if you get burnt and if you lose because of Emmanuel Quigley, you deserve to get fired. And all those guys deserve to be cut. No disrespect to Emmanuel Quigley. I think Emmanuel Quigley is a fine basketball player. I think he would look good on the Hawks, to be honest with you. But I'm going to tell you this. Y'all get cooked by Emmanuel Cook quickly and lose the game because he went off. Brother, listen, this would be a totally different podcast. A totally different podcast. But nevertheless, that didn't happen. Thank God. Uh, yeah, RJ Barrett, I think he kind of just ran out of gas in typical Tibbs fashion. If you know anything about Tibbs and how he coaches and how he runs his players, them cats going to play 40 minutes every night. Like, I guarantee if I looked up the minutes leaders in the league, I, I'm guaranteed to see some New York Knicks in the top 10. Guaranteed. But um, Hawks cut the lead, take the lead at the 205 mark after a big bogey three. Um, and here's the thing. They, 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 they get the lead at the 205 mark behind the bogey three, right? And then they get a stop. Can you believe that? They get a stop. <laughs> You're like, wait a minute. The Hawks playing defense under the two-minute mark? What is really going on? And then after they get the stop, DeAndre Hunter hits a corner three with 106 left, which pretty much seals the game. And uh, you're getting out there with a dub, man. So, you know, you got to congratulate this Hawks team. You know, you got to. You got to give them credit for taking care of business, even though it may not have been the prettiest. They took care of business, and that's what you wanted at the end of the day. Didn't, it, it, nobody cares if the win is pretty or not. Nobody cares like, oh, this was supposed to be a, a good win because um, Julius Randle ain't playing. Nah, nobody cares, man. Just win the ball game. 
Just win the ball game. I don't care about the lights. I don't care about the stage. I don't care about the national presence. Just win the freaking ball game. You dig? Um, one other thing of note. Trey Young, what he did to Taj Gibson. And I know if you're a Hawks fan, you've seen it by now. If you didn't see it live. When he crossed that man and left that man on, put that man on skates. And he fell on his backity back. <laughs> I said, oh my God. I tweeted out, Jesus Christ, Trey. That man has a family. <laughs> he cried. He crossed my man over twice. Bink, bink. And then he hit the J after my man fell to the ground. I'm sure it's going to be on Sports Center, uh, all like in the next, you know, tonight or whatever. But yeah, pretty embarrassing. But again, Trey likes the bright lights, man. He likes the bright lights and likes playing in New York and took care of business tonight, man. So. Kudos to those guys for taking care of business. And uh, <clears throat> Trey and Bogey, tonight is definitely your night. Trey finishing the game with 45 points, 8 assists on 13 of 25 shooting. Um, Bogey going for 32 points I mean, on 11 of 12 shoot. I mean, 11 of 20 shooting. And them two dudes just had it going, man. They just had it going. And. Um, you know, I didn't think DeAndre Hunter really played well tonight, but he had 10 points, uh, hit a big shot in the end. That's not all that matters, man. And, and and I put on my notes this. I put on my notes, DeAndre hasn't been good through three quarters. <laughs> he hasn't been good. I was like, and I put that there purposely because you can't size up a player's game based on how he's played in a half or a quarter it's how you finish and deandre hit the pretty much the dagger to put this game away right so while you know rj was kind of cooking him a little bit you know he was kind of cooking him a little bit having trouble staying with him you know i think rj is a little kind of quick for him but uh you know he hit that shot and that's all people are gonna remember that's all folks is gonna remember um yeah, Gallo had 10. You didn't really get much scoring from anyone else. Clint had two points and six boards, but I thought he played a really good ball game. Played 28 minutes, two points, six boards. Not typical Clint fashion and, like, not getting 10 boards, but I thought he played a really good ball game. So, um, Hawks go back to 500 and get a much-needed win against the Knicks. They are... Um, you know, they don't have any movement as far as the standings are concerned, but you got to keep up with Charlotte and Charlotte is catching. Um, they're catching fire a little bit at, at the right time. They're catching fire a little bit at the, at the right time. They've won seven of the last 10. Uh, they've won seven out of 10. Yeah, um, they've won five in a row. And in the East, they, they got the longest win streak. They got the longest win streak. So. Uh, by winning that game, you're you're a full game behind the Charlotte Hornets in that 10th spot. I think that's where you'll stay. I don't think w the Wizards or the Knicks are going to catch you. You're going to stay at that 10th spot or the 9th spot. You may climb up to the 9. I don't think you're catching Brooklyn. But I think that's a reasonable expectation of where you will be. The 9 or 10 playing. And then we'll go from there, man. We will go from there. Um, let's get some uh, Twitter reaction, man. So I always ask on Twitter, I say, uh, what are your thoughts on the game? Who is your player of the game? And let's see what we got and see what people had to say tonight. 
about the Hawks' win over New York. My guy, DeWan Goodwin, says Trey Young. The real Ben Cohen says James Dolan for his MVP. <laughs> That's funny. Um, Ash Green Photo says Bogey. Third Bow says Trey. Um, let's see. How do you pronounce this? Quinn Stacks on Twitter. Shout out to Bogey and Clint, though. But he has a gift of Trey. So, um Shout out all three people there. So uh, let's see who else we got. Kevin Dowling, ATL, says Bogey. DJ Ogie says Trey. Uh, let's see. Thrasher Nader. Okay, interesting. Uh, shot me an ice cube. So <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm guessing she thinks that Trey Young is the player of the game. Um, as far as thoughts on the game. Uh, one person said the Hawks need a video session with all of their good possessions, then string all of their bad possessions together. They have an exorcism, an exorcism to get the bad stuff out of their games. <laughs> I hear you, man. I'm sure they look at tape. It's just, you know, what you're going to do when you look at the tape, right? You're going to make the corrections or are you just going to keep on doing what you've been doing? Uh, let's see. Thrasher Nader said, glad we closed out the game. Let me read one more, one more. Uh, Arrow Trey on Twitter says, come on, bruh. The only answer is Trey. Honorable mention to Bogey. Okay. Appreciate the appreciate the feedback. Appreciate the feedback from anyone that rocks with the Hawks beat. Again, if you are on Twitter, make sure you are following us at Hawks beat. Hit us up on Instagram and Facebook too. You know, we're not as active on those platforms, but we are active. So, you know, hit us up on those as well. So where do we go from here? Glad you asked. Uh, the Hawks stay on the road and they go to Detroit to take on the Detroit Pistons, uh, a team that, uh, that put that smack down on them the other week. Right? <laughs> so even though this team is 19 and 53, uh, you can't get in there half slipping because Detroit has already proved they will smack you in the mouth with an open hand. <laughs> so uh, Hawks need to take care of business. And then Friday night, they are back home here in the comfy confines of State Farm Arena, taking on the Golden State Warriors without Steph Curry. And I got to say, I'm kind of disappointed. I'm kind of disappointed. Not because, you know, I... I, I I want the Hawks to win or anything. I always want the Hawks to win. But, God, man, there's something about watching Steph Curry play in person. I always get to the arena like an hour and a half before the game time just to see the famous Steph Curry warm-up. My God, if you haven't seen it, it is a thing of beauty, man. Um, yeah, but I take on the Warriors uh, Friday night here at State Farm Marina to end out their week. So um, there's about 10 games left, folks, about 10 games left. We're going to see where this team ends up and uh, how they finish out, how they finish out going into the play-in most likely. So that should uh, – I think we got everything, man. I think we got everything. So, um, again, thank you guys for checking out the Hawks Week podcast. And uh, like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, you need to find him and show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L-O-B-E love. We out. Peace.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.